Welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. These podcasts are designed to motivate, educate, and to inspire you to take huge action in your life, to change your life from this moment on. I interview inspiring guests with amazing stories that you can hopefully learn from, relate to, and spur you on to achieve big things. If you want to follow my personal journey and all the different things that we do, please follow me on Instagram, which is Terry underscore Blackburn underscore property. Or on YouTube, my page is Terry Blackburn property. Me, myself, I've been from rags to riches, had nothing. Now I've built multiple businesses in over millions of pounds. I have a multi-million pounds portfolio of property up in the northeast of England. I am by no means done yet. So please get in touch if you love the show. If you have any feedback for me, I'd really appreciate that. And I'm happy to help as many people as I possibly can. That's what this show is all about. So enjoy the episode. Take care. Have a fantastic day. And don't just take notes, take action. Just before the podcast starts, I just wanted to let you know, I've released a book on Amazon called Be a Lion. So Be a Lion is about how to dominate and how to be successful in every part of your life. The four main parts of your life being your business or your career, your property, empire, your property business, uh, your health and fitness, and your relationships. Now, if you can be more successful in those four areas, business, property, health and fitness, and relationships, I'd imagine your life's going to be quite a bit better. It's not one or the other. It's not sacrificing your health and fitness in order to be successful at work. And it's not being really, really wealthy, you know, at the expense of your your relationship. You can be happy, successful content in every single part of your life. And the book does explain how I do that and how I believe you could replicate what I've done and just be a little bit better in each part of your life. So it's on Amazon, be a line. It's 15 quid, cost of a Domino's pizza. I'm sure... Everyone listening to this can afford 15 quid and it might just change you and it might just make you a little bit better in each part of your life. So pop on Amazon, grab it. That'll be massively appreciated and enjoy this podcast. Have a fantastic day. Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So today's episode is a really, really important episode. Now, if you do this correctly, I would put money on. You achieve more than you are currently achieving right now. So this is something that I've used many, many times. I still use it today for any goal that I want or something that I want to achieve, having a proper plan. So, you know, a lot of people say they've got a plan, but if you ask them, it's not really a plan. It's like, oh yeah, I want to buy this many properties and, you know, what do you plan to do with that? Well, you know, I'm going to raise some money. It's never clear, right? And Having a proper plan, it's clear, specific. You've got steps in within that plan. You've got tasks are itemized, prioritized with timelines in almost a chart. Like that's a proper plan. And then once you've got that proper plan, you then need to know the appropriate actions that you need to take to execute on that plan. And that's another thing that people get wrong. They'll do a really in-depth business plan and then the bottle taking the actions needed or when they get a little bit adversity or something doesn't go to plan, they quit. So there's setting a plan, knowing how to actually do that, which I'm going to walk you through in a sec, taking the appropriate actions needed to execute on that plan 
not giving up, not giving up too early, you know, understanding there's going to be adversity, there's going to be speed bumps, there's going to be, you know, twists and turns along that road. It doesn't just go from A to B in a straight line a lot of the time, majority of the time, if not all of the time. It's normally a little bit twists and turns. You're going left and right, you're going up and down sideways and sometimes going backwards a little bit and then you're going forwards again. It's not just a straight line and a lot of people think it is. Being a little bit flexible in your approach, not being scared to pivot, to change, to change direction, to try a new method if something isn't working. You know, not being scared of that is and not being too hard on yourself if you do have to pivot or change your approach. As long as the outcome is getting to the outcome, then that's all that really matters. Okay. So my tips, advice on how to set a proper plan. Here we go. First things first. Should have a pen and paper, by the way, guys. If you can write this down, if you're driving or something, then I would maybe listen to this. Still listen to it now, so it's in your head, and then then write it down and listen to it again, maybe, because uh, this really does work. First things first. So, in order to do a plan, you need to know what the goal is. First of all, you need absolute, one hundred percent clarity on what that goal is. You need to know the outcomes. That it needs to be quite specific. So, for example, if it's I want to buy ten properties, okay, like what type of prop? That's not that's not clear. That's not specific. Okay, there's no outcomes associated with that. So maybe I want ten properties, but those properties are three bed semi detached in this location that all cash flow over three hundred and fifty pounds per month net each. That's a lot more specific, right? It might not be property specific. It might just be. I want 10 assets that cash flow over, you know, £6,000 per month in total. You know, everybody's mind is works in different numbers, right? You might work off, off a cash flow amount. You might work off a asset value amount. You might work off just a pure numbers of property. Everybody's mind is, is, is different, right? But you just need absolute clarity on what yours is. I'll give you one of mine yeah, for the sake of this example that, that I set many years ago. I think it was 2017 or 18, it was to buy 12 properties in two years. Okay, that was one of mine. 12 properties in two years, because I knew that that was two properties, sorry, one property every two months. Because that comes on to the next step. So once you've got clarity, 100% clarity on exactly what you want, okay, you can do this for any part of your life, by the way. It can be, you can do this for property, you can do this for business, you can do this for your fitness, anything. But this is how to set a proper plan. So let's use my example. 12 properties in two years. Okay. The next step that you do once you've got that clarity is you break it down into manageable chunks. You break it down into mini goals within that goal that are itemized, that are documented the things that you need to do with timelines attached. So let's bear with this here and I'm going to explain. So my goal was... 12 properties in two years. I knew that every two months I had to buy one property. 24 months in two years. So it's one property every two months. Then I broke that down and said, right, well, I knew that I need to do round about 40 viewings. And I mean, this was a long time ago. I don't do this many now. Uh, I do 40 viewings to get those two properties because I knew it was round about 20 viewings to get one property. 
your numbers might be different to that, but you've just got to know your numbers. You've got to get something wrote down. So I knew I had to do 40 viewings to get two properties. So I knew that, right, I'm going to do five viewings a week. I ended up doing more than this, by the way, but this was just my original goal. I ended up doing five viewings a week, every week, non-negotiable, sometimes more. But that was a minimum, non-negotiable, five per week, because that's 40 viewings over a two-month period, which will get me the two offers accepted, okay? I then went further down from that and I said, right, well, how much time do I need to spend on Rightmove in Zoopla and on the market looking for these properties, doing my research, okay? And that was two hours a week. So I used to do that on a Monday and Wednesday, generally an hour each. You don't want to be doing it on a Friday because half the time you can't get the Saturday view and it's too late. Monday and a Wednesday, I used to do my research an hour a day on those two days because I knew if I did that, many, that much research, that would mean I would book in my five viewings for that week. That meant that I'd done that consecutively over eight weeks, the two-month period, I would get two offers accepted which means two of us accepted, which meant I would get to my end goal. Do you, do you see what I'm doing there? I'm, I'm breaking it down to the end goal. Because if I just said to you, right, let's buy 12 properties in two years, you might think, bloody hell, I don't know how I'm going to do that. But if I said to you, all you need to do is do two hours, on re two hours research a week, five viewings a week over the next two years, can you do that? You would say, yeah. If I said, can you buy 12 properties in two years? You might say no. You might not know how you're going to get the money or how you're going to do anything, right? But the, that that's just one example of how you break down the big goal into manageable chunks with deadlines. So you can apply this to anything. It might be, you know, you want to um you want to raise some money. So let's say if you wanted to raise half a million pounds worth of angel money. Okay. So right, half a million pounds of angel money in the next let's say, one year, okay? And the next year, I want to raise 500 grand. So that's the goal, okay? So you've got clear, it's quite clear that half a million, it's specific, it's from angels, and you want it within a year, okay? So, right, what are the action steps? What are the, what are the manageable chunks? How can we break this down? Well, that could be broken down into, um, into months, or it could be it's 125 grand a quarter. Okay, so if you know you've got to raise 125 grand in a quarter, think about, right, well, in order to raise 125 grand, that just sounds more achievable, by the way, than half a million, doesn't it? When you say 125 grand a quarter, you're like, oh, okay, you know, that that's achievable. You know, was it 40 grand a month? Definitely achievable, right? If you want to raise 40 grand a month. Most people listening to this would have raised more than 40 grand before. So, okay, how many networking events do I need to go to to get half a million? So let's say, or to get one, two, five in a, in a quarter or 40 grand a month. I would probably say something like three to five networking events per month. Okay, because three to five networking events is one part of it. Message 10 people on Instagram. Speak to, I would say, three to five friends or family members per month who you know have got money. Reach out to them and tell them what you do. Uh, design an investor pack. 
Maybe get a coach to help you or speak to someone who raises money on, on a regular basis and ask them how they do it, get some tips um, and, and some advice and then take the appropriate action. So if I said to you, right, all you need to do now is every month speak to three or three to five, let's call it five friends and family members who've got money. Speak to, sorry, go to five networking events per month and speak to people who've got money. Set up an investor pack, get a coach and get some advice for people who are already raising money. Could you do that? And you'll probably say, yeah, I could do that. Okay, and so that will probably get you, if you if you follow a process and you, you, know, you, you stick with this, there's a high chance that that will get you the half a million pounds. When I when you say I'm going to raise half a million pounds with an investment, you think, oh my God, that's really hard. I don't know how on earth I'm going to do that. You rub it in headlights, you freeze, you take no action, you don't know what to do. Breaking it down into manageable chunks, that's only 40 grand a month. So when you speak to these five fr friends and family members and you speak to the people at the networking events, all you're asking for, because that's a month, remember, five networking events, five conversations with people with money per month, all you're asking them for is 40 grand. The next month, you're going to do the same. The next month, you're going to do the same. Guess what? By the end of that year, you'll have half a million quid. And half the time, when you speak to people asking for 40, they'll say, well, how, how, what, what happens if I put 50 in? What happens if I put 100 in? And you'll overachieve. But the simple task of breaking things down into manageable chunks, it puts your belief up because you think, you know what, that's more achievable than that big chunky goal. Because it is. But it's actually the same thing. It's the same thing. So breaking that goal in, down into, you know, many tasks. So we had the half million pound of angel money was broken down to networking events. It was broken down to speaking to friends and family. It was broken down to getting an investor pack done, getting a coach, speaking to people that were already doing it, setting timelines, being clear. It's it's just been structured in your approach. All it really is, it in, in a proper plan has... The end goal, which is clear, and it has manageable steps with timelines, with things that you need to do. And then all you've got left to do once that plan is designed is take the appropriate action relentlessly. You don't give up. You be flexible, remember. Sometimes you've got to pivot. Sometimes you might go to five events and you don't get in, speak to five people and you don't get anything. The next month, you know what? You might have to do seven. Next month, you might actually have to do ten. But some people will do the first month of five and they'll give up. Some people will speak to three friends and give up. Oh, I can't do it. It's not for me. Speak to the parents who say no and they say, oh, no, I can't do it. It's not for me. Can't get a coach. Too expensive. Da, da, da. It's bollocks. It's bollocks. You know, nothing worth, you know, the big achievements, the stuff that's really, really life-changing does not come easy, right? Unless you put yourself on the pitch, you ain't scoring the goal. So get yourself out there and go make stuff happen. People are saying that they want to raise angel money. They say they want to raise angel money, but they don't take the appropriate actions to do it. They don't go to the networking events. They don't speak to the people. They don't have an investor back. They don't have a coach. They don't ask for advice. And they wonder why they're not getting the angel money. Come on now. Let's be honest with yourself. Is that you? If it is, snap out of it and go and get it. Go and make something happen because no one is going to make it happen for you. If you need someone who give you a kick up the arse, messages and, and I'll give you some advice. If you want to be coached, I'm struggling to fit more people in. I was inundated the other week when I did a podcast on coaching. 
Um, if I can fit you in, I'll fit you in. If I can't, then you know I'll tell you. Um, listen to more of my podcasts. I don't know. Do something to give yourself a kick up the arse, because no one's going to make it happen. Only you can make it happen. You know what? When you set that plan, right? Like I've like I've just described there. You set some achievable, itemized, manageable chunks. You start going after it and you start to get results. You know what happens? Your belief goes up. You know what happens when you've got some results and your belief goes up? Guess what you do? Take even more action. And then there's this thing that gets a hold of you and it's called momentum. And that momentum catches you, right? You know what happens? Your belief goes up even further. You get even more results. You take even more action. And then when that momentum train, when you're on the track and that momentum train is going, you can't even stop it because it's 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 going very fast and it's it's going down that track to its destination. There's nothing that can stop you then. That's why sometimes people at the top make it look easy because they've got that much momentum going. They don't even really have to try no more. Your train might be stopped. It might be stopped. It might still be in the station. It might not have any wheels. You can put the wheels on, get it to the station, get that engine going, which is your action. Once the engine is starting to go and it's warmed up and you're starting to move along that track, you've got to keep going. You'll start to gain pace, you'll start to gain speed. And then once it's moving properly and fast, there's no stopping it. It becomes easier. But some people try to get the engine working, it doesn't start, and then they just give in. Or they get it moving a little bit and then, you know, they start to go up a hill and it's harder and they give in. That's an analogy that everyone can, you probably visualize the train as I was saying that. And I hope you did. And I hope it just hit home that 